0: You're listening to episode 290 of the Major Issues Podcast. In this episode, we talk about the writers being on strike, the actors being on strike, and celebrate the 10-year anniversary of The Wolverine. The Major Issues Podcast starts right now. Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano aka The Don and if you're listening to this you can only be here for one reason and it's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by ComicBookClick.com and I am joined here by the amazing, the astonishing, the uncanny A-Rob the Marvel God, let the people hear you.
1: Yo, hey, what's good y'all, I'm here with my boy, oh
0: yeah, it was a good boy, yeah. Um, (laughs) What was good y'all It's (laughs) It's it's been a week Of craziness When it comes to uh, Comic book and comic book media More so comic book media Given What quite possibly is the biggest News in the last 60 years (laughs) Which is the fact that uh, Both the Writers and actors Are striking Currently,
1: Currently. Oh, man, it, it's 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 been rough, man. It 20, 2024 is going to be a rough year for content, man. It, it's going to yeah. be rough, right? But we support the strike. We support it. Okay, 100%. yeah, comic kind of book click. We support the actors. We support the writers. We support them have, being able to live a good life, being able to p- be paid a decent wage. Yeah. There's so many jokes about writers out here, like the one in Rick and Morty and that dude who wrote uh, Story Lord. Living oh, in that yeah. run-down ass apartment and there's like some old robin and some expired milk in his fridge like that. That's sad. Just like manga yeah. artists.
0: The <laughs> writer who wrote for She-Hulk uh, and got like $328 or something like that. Something ridiculous what? like that. Yeah, wait, 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 the wait, wait. Is, the writer for She-Hulk. Oh, I no, no, no. no. Sorry, 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 sorry. The one that wrote the episode with Daredevil in it, specifically. Wow. It got paid. Like 300, like 300 something. something. Uh, yeah no That was one of the, That was like the best episode of the whole show. Um, I'm uh, sorry, a mere 396 in residuals. What residuals? Probably got paid for the. You know, got paid for the. Uh, like in 2021, the average television writer in Hollywood made upwards of 10k in residuals for an, an episode of network primetime TV. But since it's on a streaming service, streaming services changed all the rules. So instead of getting a instead of banking 10k, uh, you get 396 dollars. And when they when you ask why, they kind of just hide all the you know that the this is the unfounded territory. Yo. Since now there's so many streaming uh, services and stuff is ma- being made exclusively for them, changes the rules to the game with a lot of this stuff. Combined with AI threatening to take over writing for these guys, you know they they need they need laws and and rules and and you know uh, all that kind of stuff structure put in place before this all comes because once it does once hollywood is allowed to break the rules before they're established it's a wrap It you
1: know? is a whole wrap and you know what else is a wrap a lot of the things that are delayed because of the strike unfortunately you know spider-man the part two uh across the oh, yeah. beyond the spider-verse part two is delayed you know, the next Mission Impossible, whatever the next Fast and Furious, uh yep. Kang, Secret Wars, Man Spider Man Four, Deadpool, The Batman like, X-Men, 2. the Batman Two, uh the Penguin series, but it, like it it the board. And some DC properties too. Oh yeah, we just said Batman Two. Uh it was yeah. just crazy. Even Invincible might catch a little bit of the delay. And I've been looking forward to season two, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, the Screen Actors Guild uh, makes up over 160,000 actors. So
2: that's basically uh, all of them.
0: Yeah, I, I saw that the actor who plays Blue Beetle says that due to the strike, no SAG actors are going to be promoting the film. Which is, isn't going to serve the film well, which isn't going to serve DC well. That would be like, what, the sixth, you know, uh, film in a row. The sixth is
1: bomb. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, no. Oh, it, no. Oh, no. Territory.
0: Um, But, yeah, I mean, there was also that story going around that Hollywood was trying to, like, give actors a one-time fee for their likeness and then use cgi to recreate them and kind of oh use it in perpetuity
1: i saw that like when i saw when i first saw rogue one and i saw the actor that when they cg we cgi recreated uh the actor playing tarkin i yeah. knew from then on oh this is gonna be a thing but i didn't think yeah. they would take it to the point where like even if you're alive they would just see they would just Scan you and have your likeness for whatever they want. So now they don't have to pay background actors no more. They get to CGI them in the background, and they won't yeah. get paid for their likeness. Like, what is that? Yeah, no, cutting
0: the whole strike. extra stuff completely out of the equation. You know, small right, town actors, to save, character actors, trying to save money.
1: Yeah, like, oh my god, no, 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 strike, strike. Damn the it. worst part about <laughs> it is,
0: is, it's it's it's. Trying to save money when you're making the most, like like Already. the CEOs for these studios are making so much money, um, millions, millions. And, and every so time, ta- every time it's come to the w- table. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's been an it's been an issue anytime they want to negotiate anything. This, this AI stuff was going on for months with the writers, you know, with the writers because there was they were threatening to do things as far as like taking books and just putting it through an AI system, and then the AI could just write a script. Right, a book adaptation. You just
1: oh my god, paste so paste,
0: and then they just chop it up into you know walk through the door and yada yada. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be difficult. And then they hire a actual writer to look through it, make sure it all sounds okay, not crazy. And then they end up paying them less because they're not they're editing at that point. They're not not writing anything. So my, yeah, it, oh my goodness, money. The need for money always creates uh innovation but usually that innovation is at the uh you know cost of of humanity
1: (laughs) a little bit it's it's always (laughs) at the expense of someone else greed people greed ah
0: yeah uh. we live in a world but we live in a world literally we live in a, a country that prides itself on like the rich like whoever's the richest wins right like you're allowed yeah. you gotta supposed to run faster than everybody else. The worst part about it though is I feel like a couple years ago you didn't have to play if you didn't want to, and now you have to play <laughs> because, now, you have to.
1: now you totally have to
0: yeah, you gotta play uh, the money game now because uh everybody who is was winning is winning so much that they're forcing everybody else to write raise <laughs> all their prices and so now you gotta yeah gotta make the most money man. So we're we're in dangerous territory with that kind of stuff. Um when with the Wolverine, uh the next time we're gonna see Wolverine in Deadpool three, with that whole thing being postponed what a day after majority of the set fo- some of the set photos were leaked. Like the set oh, photos were leaked, everyone went crazy. And then like, Oh yeah, by the way, we're you know, it's the strike, so we we're not gonna do anything. Um because of Man, that content gonna come- creators
1: are going to be having fun just looking <laughs> yeah. at that same photo and just making all the, the fan theory videos of it.
0: I want to see what new rock stars could do with uh, 20 months. looking <laughs> <of them. laughs> at the same photo. Um, but we decided There's that- all the Easter eggs
1: is- in this one photo.
0: <laughs> we, it's- Comics are so vast that there's always content for us to uh, cover. So you know oh, yeah. i don't mind i don't mind doing longer comic runs i don't mind doing series um you know i it will give me some time to catch up on some, certain stuff um and i while good men and good women get paid the right amount of money uh so i'm super down with that but it seems like we fell into the um fortunate luck of we're coming around to the 10 year anniversary of the wolverine uh, came out roughly ten years ago. Seems like That's such a long time changed. ago. Holy crap! Yeah. Um, wow. And yeah, you know, with with the whole him returning into in Deadpool, this being the first film with James Mangold uh, at uh, you know directing, um, I wanted that to be the main course of this podcast talking about that film, The Wolverine. And sometimes I feel like I don't give it enough credit, but. Before I get into any of that, what I wanted to kind of have a little tangent on is this idea (laughs) that sometimes I will watch a film in a vacuum, right? And think it, think my opinion of it is completely different than when I saw it either leading up to something or as a part of something. I didn't, I guess I never gave that experience, that much credit that that could change all of it right if like if I, this might be a film i, I was like and eh, that was film was all right and then i watch it again i'm like oh my god that was amazing why did i think it was all right well maybe that year five bangers came out so by comparison i saw that one and i was like oh it was all right you know i feel like the wolverine is a little a little bit in that category for me I was by that point we had got on Avengers. Right? I was so swept up in the MCU and what they were doing. Uh yeah, we twenty
1: thirteen hit... was a
0: crazy year for movies. That's what uh didn't Iron Man uh three come out we... and Man of Steel. <laughs> yep. The year before the Dark Knight trilogy ends. So you understand, like there's there's a lot of hallmark comic book mov- moments that are happening just before this that I think sort of uh kind of cloud it. And it's almost like in my opinion, the least referenced X Men and True is because it, it, it was really
1: a. I was the first, uh, we don't reference Origins a lot, but the Wolverine was truly the first standalone Wolverine movie for real. And it yeah. does not get yeah. referenced a lot, like at all. It's always there's a future past or you know, Logan,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, or X Men movie. Like this is, yeah, I feel like the you know, Locks and Three Bears, like. One is really, really, really bad. Logan is amazing, but if only he had the youth and the stuff that we see in, Lo- in the yeah. room, you know? um. So, like, I, you know, definitely um want to get on that. I was kind of uh, bugging out because, like, I was talking about the Blue Beetle stuff. Um, mm. Flash is out on digital when this episode comes out already. I saw them dele- putting wow. out Deleted uh Scenes on Facebook. And I was like, "Wait, what? What? Why are there full?" I saw that. I thought that was fake almost for a second. I'm like, "What? Are the the movie just came out? <laughs> full high res deleted scenes uh, on on Facebook of all places, right? Which if it was illegal, they would just rip you know, ripped it out, right?" Um. And he's like, "No, they the towel is thrown, bro. <laughs> they, I've never seen. Am I? Am I bugging? How long has it been? Uh, since the DCEU
1: started?
0: No, no, no. I'm talking about since this movie's been out to when it's out on digital. Oh,
1: well, it's been what two, three weeks. It came out in early July, right? Or was it I'm June? It came out like June, June. I'm thinking or maybe July
0: seventeenth. It was June uh, seventeenth, today's, right? today's today's July eighteenth, so. but so it came out uh, a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it already
2: came... straight to digital.
0: June sixteenth. Yeah, and June it's already uh, thirty in thirty days. In thirty
1: days, the flash is straight to digital. That is so sad, and the fact that it bombed at the box office so bad.
0: They almost so ran as fast as it could to digital. <laughs> my name is Barry uh, Allen, and my movie is the fastest movie alive. Watch it go straight from <laughs> theaters to digital. So oh man, I love Absolutely. the Flash. Love like Probably
1: my second favorite character next to uh, Green Lantern.
0: Yeah, and it's all about how you handle the character sometimes. And it seems like comic book fans out there are having a pretty rough time with the handling of Miss Marvel uh currently as she goes through a transformation of sorts about uh, the wait, is is it not even like it's probably like, the same week that the comic came out that they that they're going on a like, funeral and stuff, right?
1: Right, the death of Miss Marvel and then like not even without even setting in, oh, we're already announcing like she's gonna be brought back <laughs> as a mutant. <laughs> Like it's only been a week. Can you like give it like a month? Like no, they want to just rush this out as quick as possible. Like yeah, I, I'm but, assuming it's a, because in part of the uh, the Marvels.
0: <laughs> well, we know that Miss Marvel the show set her up as a mutant, right? We got that nice little uh, X Men the animated series tease of the song right. at the end of that series like, so
1: music thing,
0: yeah, yeah and our, the, her friend told oh. her that she had like a mutation so and we everyone was bugging because we were wondering what was going to happen with this whole Terrigen mist thing right like were they going to do that that leads to inhumans they kind of mm. like are not talking about the inhumans so instead of making her an inhuman they made her a straight up mutant um I don't know I don't know how close anyone is to talking about this kind of stuff like as far as like the studio to the comic section or whatever. But I really wonder if it something they wanted to test out here or if they just going to do it that way. And now the comics has to kind of match up with the, with the um, MCU version. Because I don't know. I, I felt like Kamala was a character popular in her own right prior to her show.
1: She was. She very much was. Ever since twenty fifteen. She's always been a fan favorite on any team with the champions, Avengers, Young Avengers. Yeah, Secret Avengers, Secret or uh, Secret Warriors. She's always been just, you know, in the spotlight. And she's always that. no one's ever mad about seeing her on the page with anyone. She's always worked well with every character from Spider Man to Magneto. <laughs>
0: How do you feel about this change then, as somebody who's read her in many different ways, in different contexts? Is this something that you can see that will elevate the character? Or, or do you have kind of reservations about this recent murder and then uh, brought back <laughs> to life? Which, again, I think we even called here, you know, the whole Krokoa resurrection stuff. Right. Um, well, Krokoa. Well,
1: I. Well, I do appreciate the change, just because it will elevate some of her stories, just because now she will be mixing in with a lot more of the X-Men stories, and for those who have been reading those stories, they have been crazy, uh, from Morocco to Kokoa, like, uh, you know, the Sinister, the new Sinister, um, uh, run, uh, like, yeah. it's,
0: it's been pretty crazy. S- sin's of Sinister, is that what that was?
1: Yeah, the Sin's of the Sinister, Yeah the most recent X-Men run it's it's been insane and to see her alongside with some of these new X the new roster of X-Men that were just uh, voted in from the new from the last Hellfire uh gala Where <laughs> everyone was just just dripped and go oh my god the fashion <laughs> the, the 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 drip the oh my goodness Bishop showed out Cyclops Emma Frost great but um i i do Appreciate the change. I don't think it's not gonna. It's not gonna be nothing bad towards the character. If anything, any change is good for characters that are already loved. And you know, it's comics, so nothing stays the same forever. The yeah. status quo will always revert back to the status quo. But going forward, so, she will. So th- we, I mean, there
0: might be a. There might be a. Remember the time Kamala was a in the X Men kind of. Is that a... right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I, I there was a, a bit of uh, reservations with me, but I only read her original, f- you know, run with G Willow Wilson, and because I really like, I really liked all of it, the cultural stuff. I liked, I liked the idea of Inhumans at the time. Like I had no beef with the Inhumans, so like I liked that there was a different kind of subsect of people who got their powers in a different way. Um, right, and yeah, whole so,
1: dope, prop, oh, dope, whole dope concept and premise behind Inhumans. Yeah,
0: yeah. So when. I saw her in all this X-Men stuff. I, I, I For a second, I, I hesitated because I was like, I don't want her to get lost. There's a lot of X-Men, right? There's only one Kamala. And I feel like Kamala in her own book or whatever, and she's going to have her own stuff, you know, kind of stands out. And I think underneath the same color garb as everybody else with the same, you know, little X's and stuff. it's Cool. It's like Spider-Man when he joined, the, when he was on the Future Foundation. Like, that was cool, you know? Right. I don't know if I would want him to stay there but that was a fun right. time there i wonder
1: if kamala becoming a mutant will help bridge that um i don't want to say gap but help mend the wounds from the last you know battle between the inhumans versus x-men now that kamala's a mutant hopefully they can like mend mend some old wounds and you know form a new team just like how the avengers and the x-men formed the uncanny avengers after you know the yeah. Avengers versus X Men run like. Hopefully, maybe this maybe we get a whole new team of Inhumans and you know X Men, which probably will be the most powerful team on Earth. Like, yeah, who, who's who's stopping a team of Inhumans and X Men?
0: Because they're still uh, out about it, the Inhumans. Um, yeah, they really, still around. I haven't really read up on them in a bit. Oh, what was the last? Yeah, saw no, they're,
1: they're still around. They're
0: still around. Yeah, we'll see if they blow the dust off. Because I mean, they brought Black they brought Black Bolt into Multiverse of Madness. At the very least, they understand, (laughs) you know, the character and what he's supposed to be. Uh, But yeah, we'll see how they go uh, moving forward with Kamala. Um, The Marvels we saw some set photos today were released by Entertainment Weekly. I want to say things are looking good. It looks like Miss Captain Marvel has a new suit. Um, She has like a more simplified. Red on the top, blue on the bottom, with the gold symbol. Um, almost muted in comparison to her. Like the other stuff, I felt like was a bit brighter. Um, it's oh good to yeah. see Monica Rambeau in a super suit. <laughs> Nick Nick Fury's uh, Nick Fury's there, and Iman Iman's actually writing or co-writing the comic Kamala Khan, the new a, mu- a new mutant.
1: Yeah, no, I know I've read that yeah and, uh, I wonder if that's also going to impact the character in the Marvels uh, there was a lot of they released um, you know test screening uh, for it and it tested positive a lot of regular people not MCU fans just regular general audience people who see movies it it, it did pretty well and from what I've heard from these rumors man I, I see why it did well <laughs> like <laughs> They toned down some of the, uh, you know, how there was going to be a lot of dance numbers and stuff. They only made this just a one instead of like having like five or six originally. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I think a well-placed dance number is harmless. I don't know if you've seen Umbrella Academy, but there's a famous, you know, dance number in that. And when it happened, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous, but then it almost, it made me fall in love with the show. I was like, this is this kind of weird humor I'm kind of down with, but, but you already know there's people already going in with their arms crossed with this. You already know that there's people sharpening their pitchforks before this film even comes out, uh, ready to hate it. So it's going to have its haters and I, but I do hope that it's good. I've been getting bit hard recently with a lot of these sequels, man. Look at all these sequels that not haven't been hitting. And it's hard. It's hard once you've nailed the story to come back around and be like, I got another chapter of this, you know? Um, but. Yeah, hope, I'm hoping that they stick the landing. I mean, they had to know enough. It was a bold move to not just do Captain Marvel 2, right? Like, calling this the Marvels almost shares the marquee, um, which means that they got things to do with these women. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: and, and going forward, I don't think there will be really no more sequels, but more so team-up movies with the main character, you know, headlining... The title for it i guess or having a nod to the title because yeah. so far looking at what's coming out with the marvels and then uh where's the next big movie coming up after that uh captain america uh new uh brave new world and then what spider-man
0: Blade and somewhere down the line issue? eventually yeah. blade was having eventually. writers and actors issues before the strike <laughs> before it was Four times
1: it was delayed, and now this is just. But hey, it gives it more time to actually. Well, uh, now with the writer, I don't know what's man. Blaze is just going to be forever in limbo. Yeah. Oh my goodness! But but with the Marvels coming out, like the uh, I don't even know if this is a, well. Grab your salt shakers, people!
0: <laughs> <laughs> grab your salt shakers. But I'm
1: just going to say one thing: it's a rumor. But possibly, maybe true, considering how the multiverse is happening and just portals and dimensions how are, are just popping up everywhere. Quantum entanglement, uh, mm-hmm. but Blue Marvel coming oh, through, you great. know. So that would fit the name. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, no, no, no confirmation on like the actor who's playing it, but just Blue Marvel, and yeah, you know. And but what you said earlier about not being named Captain Marvel too, I think like I said, it's I think it's a good move because you know team up movies going forward. Unless it's yeah. an actual, you know, origin movie for a new character. Because and I guess the Marvels is like the the sole spiritual successor to, you know, Captain Marvel and it's the continuation of Miss Marvel story and uh, Monica Rambow's from WandaVision. And you yeah, know, and that's coming. And if
0: you're right, the introduction of Blue Marvel.
1: Yeah, in yeah, the introduction yeah, of Marvels. Marvel. And <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Marvels and in the continuation of Nick Fury's story from Secret Invasion, because we do see him on the Sora Space Station in the trailer, So, but during the Secret Invasion, he comes down from the station, and he's on Earth. Yeah. But how does he get back up there? So, you know, this is a continuation of his story as well.
0: Yeah. It's, it, I, that's what I was saying. I think it has a lot going for it. We won't be seeing anything. Because, you know, I was trying to sketch out a loose schedule. Um, the next big Hollywood movie for comic books will be Blue Beetle in August. After that, we don't get anything until uh, November. When is Craven out, out? Is Craven out this year? I feel I like it's, it yeah. is. Supposed to be coming out in October. Craven is out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's going to be um, Blue Beetle and then Craven and then the Marvels. Though and then Aquaman, in, ah. Aquaman in December. Unless they move that as well, I feel like that was one of those weird, uh, weird ones. Merry
1: Christmas, everyone! The last DC movie ever from the
0: DCU. Yes, right. Um, December twentieth, yeah, twenty twenty
1: three. Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> Goose, so ridiculous, or some of these websites are so ridiculous. It says it will likely be able to stream on Max at a later date yeah because they own it that's that's how, that's how that works it, yes, yes, <laughs> you're correct sir um yeah, I'm just gonna put all that to bed uh the way where that's where that's at um, that's all I got. I just wanted to kind of shoot the shoot the whip a little bit about uh you know the things and such going on these these crazy times that we are in um but yeah if you are ready we can get into this wolverine oh yeah let's get it let's get let's get it so uh the wolverine is a 2013 superhero film featuring the marvel comics character wolverine it is the sixth installment in the x-men film series the second installment in the trilogy of wolverine films after x-men origins wolverine and a spin-off sequel to x-men the last stand Directed by James Mangold from a screenplay by Scott Frank and Mark Bomback, Based on the eight, 1982 limited series Wolverine by Chris Claremont, friend of the show, and Frank Miller. It stars Hugh Jackman as Wolverine alongside Rila Fukushima, Tayo Okamoto, Hi- Hiroyuki Sanada, Fimke Jensen, and Will Yun Lee. Following the events of X-Men Last Stand, Wolverine travels to Japan where he engages in an old acquaintance in a struggle that has lasting consequences. Stripped of his healing powers, Wolverine must battle deadly samurai while struggling with the guilt over Jean Grey's death. A-Rod, the Marvel guy, was this a film you saw in theaters? I
1: saw, actually, I saw the Wolverine thrice in theaters. It was great. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I loved it because we got i we got the song like, of actual brutal version of the character because he seemed like they held back on him a little bit So that's how we got that hallway scene of him in x2 we haven't, we haven't got that much of him yeah but in this one it was like we got to see like what really makes wolverine tick like the the trauma like you know the loss the grief how he handles you know the pain because for those of you who don't know how his healing factor works when it comes to emotional pain and traumatic pain, it just heals over. It, it doesn't get rid of it, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's still lays in his brain, which is why he can't
0: sleep. Fun yeah. fact. Yeah, it's not like his memories heal, you know, any 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 of those kind of stuff. It's not like I mean, like we've seen him being immune to certain kinds of telepathic attacks and and certain things, but for the most part, his trauma, like you were talking about, the things that he's been through he can't seem to escape and he gets a lot of credit both in the comics and in this film particularly for being damn near indestructible but he doesn't feel indestructible because of all the stuff he's been through which i think is an interesting part of the character man which is
1: wow you hit the nail on the head with that
0: one I right. <laughs> do you do you have a big history with wolverine the the character do you are you a big wolverine comic Hey, well, uh, do are you, you prefer more like Wolverine and the X Men, animated series kind of stuff?
1: I'm a uh, believe it or not, I actually am. I guess a massive Wolverine fan. It's
0: weird when you find that out, right? <laughs> like, well, well, like, it, oh my god, I've I love
1: Spider
0: Man! Like, why are you like dude? Do, doing... I
1: really do love Spider Man. Like, I've seen everything. Yeah, Spider-Man. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, man. But yeah, I'm
1: a. I guess I am a massive Wolverine fan from Wolverine, X Men, from X Men all the way up until well, by I guess Deadpool three. I've seen this man's career on like on and off screen for the past twenty three years, like for Hugh Jackman's cra- uh, career playing the character, and I yeah. guess I've loved the character since you know, like you know, like that. That was my first introduction to the character when he first said, "Yo, bub." Like that was like, "Yo, why is he talking to the leader of the, the group like this?" Like,
0: yeah, well, that's sassy. all. Scott was a, <laughs> Logan's always sassy. I you
1: know, give it a fuck about
2: it. Like, oh my god,
0: I like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, did that? I feel like Logan, even though he was created in the '80s, he's '90s. Like, that's. I think in the '90s, I think in comic books, I think Wolverine. Um, and Yeah, always had that attitude and stuff Obviously the movie version Has been different, you know, one of the Biggest things oh, yeah. is, the, is the height Hugh Jackman the is height. Ridiculously Definitely taller are. than, than uh, Logan should be But, right,
1: like Hugh Jackman is like what? six one, six feet? Wolverine's what? 5'4"? <laughs> yeah Were
0: you Were you at the point that Majority of us were Where we were fine with Whatever Wolverine we were gonna get, or there's certain aspects of the character you wanted to see that you saw like in animation and in comics before. Like, was it were you, was it like like this because a lot of X Men I felt like was eh. This is the this is the best we're gonna get. So like,
1: eh. right, right in the beginning, that, that that's how I felt because you know they, they they only could do so much for bringing those characters alive because they tried to ground the X Men so hard but there was so many aspects that i wanted like i wanted the more animalistic side of wolverine who snarled all the time you know from the animated uh the wolverine yeah. x-men series or the x-men evolution he was more of an animal he was brutal but they you know since those kids shows they didn't show all that but he and they those character. those versions of wolverine embodied the spirit of him but yeah. hugh jackman embody the spirit of like what we would get like if it was a real version of Wolverine, minus the height. But like yeah. if a person were to go through that, how would they be? And he embodied that from bar scenes to fight scenes to just funeral. Like that would that would be Wolverine, how Wolverine would be drinking in the in the distance alone under a triage raining. Like
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I that's sometimes dope. I wish sometimes I wish his Like it's weird to say English, but like I wish his English wasn't as good. You know what I'm saying? Like I wish it was a bit more. Yeah, that's what I'm like. And and that's all about snarly. That that yeah that that's about it. Because the thing is, I while Hugh Jackman is obviously immortal in this role, like talk about shoes they have to fill. If and when they do fill those shoes, they're going to be looking at things that they can actually have a choice in now, right? Maybe they do want someone five two you know maybe or four nine or whatever yeah. <laughs> whatever logan is you know maybe they want somebody who's canadian like they get to pick uh that kind of stuff so it's gonna be very interesting but when you talk about somebody who's like almost born to play the character i think hugh jackman does a tremendous role in this it's almost so weird obviously i was introduced to the actor through this and then like to hear that he's like, loves doing musicals and like Les Mis and, right. uh, and, uh, he's Greatest Showman. Actor. Yeah, Greatest <laughs> Showman and all that kind of stuff is very weird. Um, because they, those two sides don't meet and a lot, in a lot of ways, a lot of those Shakespearean actors have been vocal about like, thinking about comic book movies and action movies and certain quote unquote yeah. popcorn flicks. Um, but he's someone who seems grateful to have played the role. Um, I, I've seen, things where he seems very excited to be around fans who like Wolverine and we've seen him my favorite video that I feel like encapsulates his whole passion towards the whole thing is when he's doing his ADR for Logan and so uh he's basically re-recording lines for clarity for the film so in the film oh yeah yeah he's running in the forest and so he has to mimic running through the forest and attacking these people and he's just putting all of yeah, I've seen
1: it. I saw that I was like yo that is dedicated. yes yes yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah he was he was getting into it Um, and we know Logan is is the masterpiece Um, that it is but I was very surprised I liked a lot of I liked a lot of things that happened here uh, in this film I think the weirdest thing is that it felt so detached that it be it be allowed itself to then be forgettable if that makes sense <laughs> it was such a spin off that it was like eh you know if you didn't see you can literally watch origins and watch logan and not you don't miss anything
1: you really don't because x men 1 2 and 3 are right there
0: <laughs> yeah and then he and then you and then you get the you know when the timeline comes back around and stuff, and so, yeah, and then your Gucci. So, it's weird. It's weird that it, it became that kind of film that could kind of just fall through the cracks. But James Mangold, I think, well, I think J- James Mangold and Hugh Jackman started creating something kind of magical here that would then be seen uh, more so in Logan. Um, but imagine, imagine if they were able to push this to R. If this could have been the R-rated film. My God, <laughs> it, the, it definitely
1: would have. Uh, it would have stood out more, definitely, De- definitely been more memorable because it would have been our first, like, uh, like you know, X Men movie that would have had our R rating, and then it's Wolverine, and at first it was supposed to be uh, rated R, but you know they changed it to PG thirteen to try to capitalize as much on the you know the teenage kid audience, you know,
0: yeah. I think they were going to go through, like, the gamut and try to pump out as many X-Men Origins films as they Mm -hmm. could, but when... They planned
1: planned Wolverine, uh, uh, Professor X, Gambit, Magneto.
0: I know for a fact, Magneto, and now that I think about it, if you consider that they were probably writing an X-Men Origins Magneto and just possibly added a couple people into it and called it X-Men First Class. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's why that movie comes out so well because of how much of a character-driven uh, film that is around Magneto, Professor X, uh, and those characters there. But, yeah, Wolverine don't got to share the spotlight in this, and that that's a positive. Um, I was surprised to remember that Silver Samurai was in this. <laughs> Not every day you get a Silver Samurai shout-out.
1: Yeah. Was definitely spoiler alert, like interesting from like a definitely a. It's a far cry difference from the comic book version of the character.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's it's classic comic book movie adaptation, right? Like, I yeah. guess you know, I guess even though Silver Samurai does have ties back to Yoshida, we'll talk about and um, Har- Harada. I believe is the other gentleman's name. Uh both of those names in the comics have worn the silver, silver samurai outfit but most notably in that 1982 run by Chris Claremont where they introduced Mariko and um you know, he goes back to Japan and what do you think about tying a character like Wolverine to Japan the way they have I feel like he's inseparable with some of that that imagery um but didn't have obviously didn't have to What do, what do you think about th- pairing those two things
1: uh, a beautiful blend of culture or just character and culture that makes sense mm. like who would have thought like this this savage animal of a person will find serenity and peace and meaning and purpose in the land of the uh, rising sun you know I guess yeah. where all people go to find redemption, as cliche as it is, <laughs> it's either you know either go to India, or Japan, or China to find you know your soul <laughs> for lack yeah. of better words. And it fit the character of Wolverine because he's always, even though he's on the team, he's always had the most standalone comic runs and just like you know titles by himself. And he's for like a better words a
0: Ronin. He, he is a
1: he is a samurai without a master. A spoiler, they said it in the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. I I agree with you and even as you're talking I think like I can see in Logan's mind thinking if you have regrets and if you've lived as long as he has, you know you have regrets. Uh, thinking if you have regrets, it could possibly make you a bad person, right? Cuz you could have made right choices at different points and so and so forth. Um, but in that culture, especially like feudal Japanese culture, the regrets it's not about regrets. It's about whether or not you choose to live honorably today, or not. And while Wolverine is a blender, right? He's a, he's a he's a lawnmower. Basically, he's a walking lawnmower. Um, he doesn't kill indiscriminately. He doesn't kill because he's bored. You never see him killing. You know, even though he can, it takes a certain level of inner peace to do that. It's it's the Superman argument, right? The res- the argument about restraint. Um he can just wall out whenever the hell he wants obviously there'd be other super pure, super powered opposition but i mean as the character stands you know and often what you'll find is when he's looking for peace he won't look for that in others he will isolate himself whether it's with alcohol or as we'll find out later like in a bush somewhere <laughs> he <laughs> will you know he thinks he's the problem always and so maybe it is it is him trying to just Choose to be every day an honorable band in Japan that can kind of, you know, clear all those clouds in his head.
1: Oh, yeah. and in the, in the comics, some of those some of the most fascinating, for lack of a better word, fascinating dopest runs for Wolverine the character happened in Japan and followed him from you know Japan back to the X Men and still to this day he's still seeing ramifications of those stories. So
0: that, I always like hearing really Logan's san
1: right? <laughs> and that too, Like Logan's
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: sounds so cool, right? <laughs> Logan sound and uh the Kazooie.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kazuri. which is way better than uh, Cuckoo, Cacu or whatever the hell they were <laughs> trying to call them. Ex <clears throat> like fan origins. Oh my god! Oh my god! I remember. Oh, what was what was? Oh See, how was man! That the Ke- Kekuatsu. He howls at the moon. Oh yeah. So they called him they the Wolverine. Watch. Hey, hey, Wolverines don't howl at the moon. Wolves howl at the moon. A Wolverine is not a dog. It's a bear. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's a whole other yeah, that's a whole other thing for another thing. Uh, on a budget of 100 uh million to 135 million, this thing made 414 million dollars, which makes it one of the many films that made more money than The Flash when it was out in theaters. <laughs> So I want to say that as well. It cost half as much as the flash did. Um and made twice as much as the flash did. So I just want to put that put that out there. My man uh Wolverine uh Hugh Jackman is a star. But if you are ready, I'm ready to get into this full spoiler filled uh review for a 10-year film. Yes. Spoilers, people. Woo 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 <laughs> Our film starts off in Japan during the end of World War II on the day America drops an atomic bomb on Nagasaki. Logan, a prisoner of war, watches the chaos ensue as men run for their lives but locks eyes with a soldier named Yoshida who attempts to free him. Instead of committing ritualistic suicide in the face of destruction like his peers, Yoshida is saved by Logan. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, as the bomb destruction spreads, Logan shields the officer with his body, taking on massive damage that his regenerative powers uh, will deal with. Then Logan wakes up to see uh, Jean Grey in his bed. This turns out to be a dream, or maybe even a nightmare, as he appears to have stabbed Jean. What a big beginning. Again, I'm like, damn, these Wolverine movies start so well. (laughs) Man! Yo, I was literally the same
1: thing from, from Origins... Wolverine, Days of Future Past, that was basically Wolverine Part 3 for me. And Logan, yeah. like, they, the beginning of these movies is, man, God love history. I'm, I'm a huge history nurse. So I appreciate yeah. it seeing, like, Nagasaki and then the whole history time skip thing in Origins. I love that. Because, you know, yeah. Wolverine's been around since, what, the 1800s, their time. Got introduced fighting the Hulk what, in what decade? The 70s or 80s?
0: Yeah, one of the best parts of Origins is that sort of montage, right, of all the wars he's been in. So we know he was yeah. uh, around for this, for world, world War II. And the balls to do the atomic bomb, the balls to show that Wolverine can withstand one, or at least the after effects, you know, the the the, the, the outskirts of the bomb, right? Because he's still in a, in a bunker. You know, he didn't take a full-on bomb exactly on him. But, yeah, how cool was that to see his whole body being singed? (laughs) And, you know, uh, yeah, I'd never seen, at that point in this, at the point in this whole X-Men franchise, I'd never seen it pushed to that level before.
1: Right, the closest, closest we ever got was in X-Men 3 with, you know, when him going up against the Phoenix, like, walking towards her, but... That was a true display of his healing factor, being able to survive that. It was, it was truly insane. And then healing from that,
0: they got to do the they got to do the pulling adamantium out, right? That's like the only thing they haven't done yet, right? The oh Magneto my god, ripping the, ripping the adamantium out. That's the closest the they ever somewhere. got.
1: The closest they ever got was him putting the metal in him in Days of Future Past. Yeah, like those metal bars or whatever. Like that's the closest they ever got.
0: Remember, I remember when he uh, spread his claws. <laughs> he, oh, like oh, spread that was his claws X-Men? In, the, in the first X Men, yeah. And then he tossed oh. him back in the train, and he hits, he clips his arm, he clips his arms on the way in. Yeah, that was uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, um, yeah, I really like this opener again. So much like it's mature like dealing with all that subject matter your kids gonna have a lot of uh, questions about why are the people stabbing themselves uh, why is the what war is this who dropped that horrible bomb mommy all kinds of questions like that <laughs> want um, they do it <laughs> if you want the prequel to this movie, you can watch Oppenheimer, which will probably be out. <laughs> that'll show you exactly how the events of this movie got put into into order, so yeah, fine. you can make it a double feature right there. everything be <laughs> um now, here's my controversial statement to make oh, why yeah, I buy <laughs> I buy the claws I buy the bone claws. I buy elements of origins I probably shouldn't even try to. I buy the, the hairstyle, like it's hard to pull, but you know, he does he does pull bro. <laughs> you know? Uh and I, I I whatever, fine, you're never gonna wear a suit, it's always gonna be a white feeder. Like I okay, fine. You know. <laughs> so, I don't think him and Gene have any chemistry, bro. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't see them as like lovers and oh my god and I can't believe you're gone and and they've been doing it for like <laughs> they've for like four this would be like the fourth film, you know? And so when it goes there I just don't buy it. I'm like that's Cyclops' girl bro like what you what you doing? That's my man right? Scott's
2: girl
0: <laughs> Like
1: it's so weird. Like I think they're trying to play it off play off the whole since Scott's a uh yeah. you know a Boy Scout and Logan's the, the bad boy gene's gonna he's you know the classic the girl goes for the bad boy you know
0: yeah yeah Uh, i mean that triangle's been you know that triangle's notorious in comics so i get the adaptation but like
1: it seems to not be there for real yeah
0: it's always (laughs) weird that for like him to only ever not pay attention to her or you know, whether she's living or dead, if he's like messing with somebody else only, right? And then he don't think mm-hmm. there's no, oh, Gene. And then he, you know, <laughs> Gene. And I'm like, what are you, what's going on, bro? So like, I know a lot of this stuff is heart tuggy. And if I got to hear one more person in the afterlife say, it's time to go, or it's not your time to go or any of that kind of stuff, I'm going to blow up because it happens here. And I was like, They've been saying this for ten years. This is comic book movies, right? We've been we've been doing this. It's yeah. time to go yet with the dead person on the other, the love of your life's on the other side of limbo, and they're reaching out to you, and it's just you can't go yet. It's like even oh Deadpool God. did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Guardians did it.
1: Guardians yeah. did it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, bro. It moved. I, I'm pretty sure you can name a million. Um, but yeah, he he still he still. I, I was actually like, "Whoa, how did Gene die?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, you stabbed her." But Gene also killed a lot of people, which he tells her later on. I love how he it tries to guilt trip him at one point, right? It's like, right, Little Here alone, he's like, "You killed mad people." Like, oh, hold, hold on. <laughs> like, you killed people, Gene. I had to. <laughs> yeah, you killed mad people. What you thought this was? I got a, I got a uh, uh, tinfoil hat theory about that in a second. So Logan wakes up after his th- stabbing Gene. Uh, he's disheveled, he's unshaven, he's in the forest. It's made obvious that he's been living this way for a while. Uh, he decides to go into town. He sees a rambunctious hunting party getting rowdy before a hunt. Later that night, he hears a man screaming and some gunshots and goes to investigate, but only finds an injured bear that he then mercy kills. He goes into a bar and finds the hunting party from earlier talking about a bear attack. Turns out, The party used a poison arrow, which made the bear go crazy and is illegal to use for hunting. As Logan confronts these men, a strange woman, uh, who appears to know the future, stops him from engaging. She intimidates the men with her sword and asks Wolverine to join her. So this is the uh, contractually obligated bar fight in the the Wolverine appearance, which I'm not against. Literally every
1: Wolverine property. (laughs)
0: never against and I love that the framing of this is always we know what he could do they don't (laughs) it's always that it's always we're going oh you don't want to say that you don't want to do that at the whole the entire time that's our job is to be bugging out over uh like these people talking so brazenly to a man who has knives at the at the end of his fist but what do you think of him you know, detective work, you know, realizing the arrows, the arrows have poison, putting a poison arrow in one of the man's hands. What do you think about that? I love when uh
1: sleuthing Logan is on the foot, is on the prowl, because you know someone's gonna get
0: hurt and
1: fun yeah. fact, Logan is probably one of the best detectives just because of that nose. Nose nose. Nose nose, Bub. Right? Like <laughs> Can smell a lie. He can smell difference between shapeshifters. Like yeah, he can
0: smell your sweat if you're if you're nervous because you're lying. You know he man. Really that that down and dirty with it. So yeah, he basically tells this tells tells these bit tells these men uh, one four and probably would have killed all of them if it wasn't for who we find out is Yukio. Hi Yukio. Uh, hey, wait. Say- same character uh if you didn't know just a multiversal version i guess um so she does introduce herself as yukio that actress also played so she plays a version of yukio and i believe she also played a version of katana in arrow i believe she's in arrow as katana (laughs) um and then which makes her husband you know that the person in the sword um. Uh. The soul. You know, her. Her husband's inside the soul sword, and it steals the souls of his victims, etc. Oh so yeah. Forth. So yeah, she's you know she's 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 getting her money's worth. They're getting them, their money's worth out of her. She's a great actress. Um. She admits she's been trying to find Yo- um him for years. Uh. She confesses that she was sent by Master Yashida, the same man Logan saved from the blast in Nagasaki. According to Yukio, Yoshida is dying and wishes to repay all debts. As a thank you for saving his life, he wants to say goodbye in person, but he's all the way in Tokyo. Now, at this point, were you smelling that something might be a bit weird? Because even on rewatch, I was like, this all feels... (laughs) Uh, My master wants to see you in a place very far away. Uh, We need to go right now, and uh, it's in Japan. (laughs)
1: man, I've seen this movie so much, like, re- even rewatching it, at first, I'm like, okay, it seems pretty harmless, even though we know what's gonna happen, but, like, it- at first, yeah. it was harmless, because he did save this man, and now it's been, like, 70, 80 years, or wherever we're at the timeline in this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, it's like, it- it's believable, you know, he wants to thank you in person. You did save his life from this once in a lifetime, you know, life ending event, you know. Yeah. you
0: know, Hey, goodbye <laughs> could you imagine like they talk about it later on like his, his uh yoshida kind of made wolverine almost like an urban legend to his children right because of his abilities and stuff like that who the hell would believe i mean besides the fact that you're actually alive who the hell would believe you a man held the the, the the door closed as the skin burned off his whole flesh his hair singed and then it all just kind of grew back and uh, i told him i i'll see you in 70 years. I wasn't going to believe any of that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that that was interesting. And, yeah, to go to Japan, um, Logan seems a bit hesitant until uh, Yukio rightly deduces that he's, like, been going through some stuff, going through nightmares and stuff. Um, do you think it was right for Logan to kind of close up shop post-stabbing uh, Jean?
1: Because <laughs> he's a tire, right? Yeah, he he effectively left the X Men like when they were already in shambles. For real, they didn't have a leader. Like I guess Storm probably stepped up. Fru-fru. It would be
0: it would be the crew we see in the beginning of Days and Futures Past. It would have been Iceman, uh, Shadowcat, um, oh, uh, Colossus, Caesar, possibly Caesar,
1: Colossus Bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blink.
0: Yeah. Yep. It would have been it would have been those uh those heads so uh Logan claims he's not the Wolverine anymore and I like I like this I like that he knows what people are expecting from that title I like that I mean I don't again I don't like why he got it on the dog tags, right because it's that other girl who gaslighted right. him <laughs> but <laughs> But, um, he understands what that title means, and to him, he's not that now. Um, and when he does feel like he is, you'll hear it. And it also reminds me of in Logan, my favorite uh, line readings is the Wolverine as I live and breathe. <laughs> I just like how that guy, that Kentucky Fried uh, guy, <laughs> shows uh, up. That Kentucky
1: Fried Southern guy just yeah. Wolverine as I live you know, and breathe. I Wolverine. can't even do that guy. <laughs> It's the the most plantation (laughs) accent you could imagine.
0: No worry. So, um, uh, yeah, he responds negatively to being called a soldier. But Yukio says that he's looking for what all soldiers want, an honorable death. Um, This also rang very much to me like um, in The Dark Knight Returns. That's what he's looking for. He's like, "I, I just need a (laughs) However <laughs> way this is going to end, I hope this, this this ends honorably. But what do you think about this idea that Logan is cursed by his immortality? Would you think you that's something you'd eventually get tired of? I know it's hard to oh, have a perspective on that, but, you know.
2: Oh,
1: no, no. No, if I was mad, if I had immortality and I could heal from anything, Logan's doing it wrong. I'll just be doing bets, <laughs> making money. Like, I... There's a reason why most immortals are rich as fuck. Yeah. they they did they, they, they you they have time. You have time to do stuff, and yeah. you can Dracula, that B- Vlad, uh, Vlad Savage, uh, who who yeah. who else? Who who else is immortal and just has a f- ton of money for no fucking reason? I'm uh, pretty sure
0: al is chilling.
1: <laughs> al Gould. That's another one. <laughs> so it's like he he's he's. I feel like a better words. I don't, I'm i not trying to battle the character, but it's like, yo,
0: go no, 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 no. to therapy and become <laughs> the ultimate mercenary out here and just stack money. Like, what are you doing, Logan? I, I don't even think he'd have so much of a beef if he didn't have the claws. I feel like the claws make him a walking weapon and he's tired of being pointed at people. You know, I can see that. I can see you getting tired of doing that. But when you literally, that's all you got on you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can see that being tiresome. It kind of reminds me of that episode uh... of the Sandman, right? Where that guy lives for a long time. And Sandman's like, I'm going to curse you with immortality. He's like, I'm chilling. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I'm good. He's like, all I got to do is keep waiting. It, this it always comes back to me. So I can see that as well. But I... They make it a point to kind of show that Wolverine lives a cursed existence. That's one of the biggest parts of the entire X-Men franchise, if you will, right? From the moment the film starts um, and Rogue meets him, he's pained, he's hurt, he doesn't remember his anything, his his background, his, uh, his family, how he got there, why he has these middle claws. You get to the second one, he meets the man who put it all in him, William Stryker, uh, you know, they go through all that Ak- akali Lake stuff. He has to murder somebody who had a similar uh, surgery than he did with Lady Deathstrike. Has to end up killing Gene in the third. It He's been through a lot. So this almost does feel like, you know, something he would be interested in. And he does reluctantly end up agreeing to travel to Japan. But he's going to go for one day. That's what he says. Uh, while en route... Yukio plays coy about knowing the future and when they arrive at Yoshida's Yukio tells them that Yoshida has survived many an attack by the y- yakuza hence the entourage of guards and security detail We meet Shingen a skilled swordsman who is Yoshida's son and we meet his granddaughter Mariko who is having trouble handling her father's oh sorry her grandfather's health decline Logan is cleaned up for his meeting by with Yoshida, and the two finally speak. Um, so I, I believe I'm saying that it, it, it is Shingen, I believe. Yeah, yeah Shingen. 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 Um, I love that actor. That is the guy who got stabbed by Hawkeye in in Japan. Um, the yakuza guy there. Uh. He is Sub-Zero, Scorpion, sorry, Scorpion In Gosh I'm talking about the dad, not the, not this guy The father Yeshida's yeah. Son Am I talking about the same guy? Yeah, 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 Shingen I think I'm right I think I'm making sense <laughs> Yeah, I gotta find out who that, what that actor's name is Okay, yeah, it's how Har- Hiro Yuki Sonata. He oh he was a speed racer. And yeah, he was oh, yeah. in the late recent Mortal Kombat. He's in Bullet Train. Bro, if you haven't seen Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Bullet Train's great. Um lot of Japanese influence in that as well uh but yeah really really like him in here and he seems to be an extra swordsman um we get these guys to talk i like the futuristic hospital bed <laughs> pins and needles <laughs> that lift him up <laughs> weird sort of uh thing it reminds me of that thing you used to put your hand in That uh, you can right,
1: here you'd be surprised
0: how many people made
1: comments about
0: that bed. how
1: old dude was laying in <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's like, is that comfortable? Uh, is, is that cool? Like, Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't okay. seem like, it. It doesn't, doesn't seem it. I mean, you um, he look like he's complaining. I
0: mean, but like, eh. Uh, <laughs> different strokes for different folks, I guess. Ah, uh, what do you think about the Logan being cleaned up scene?
1: <laughs> hilarious. Absolutely phenomenal. Watching that man struggle getting bathed by some some, some petite Japanese woman. Uh, and they didn't get a damn. It
0: tickled me. They were dragging him around. They didn't get a damn.
1: Yeah, you ain't about to dishonor the ancestors coming in here and looking like a caveman. <laughs> no.
0: You get fresh dishonor, cut. Dishonor on you and dishonor on your cow. Facts, <laughs> dishonor on you, It's on your cow, dishonor on your <laughs> house. <laughs> Yoshida cuts to the chase. I mean, man's on his deathbed, you know? So he explains he mm-hmm. called Logan there for a trade. He believes his company has the ability to transfer Logan's mutant healing ability to another, and Yoshida wants him to transfer it to him to save his life in return logan will finally be able to die and find peace as eternity slash immortality can be a bit of a curse logan's like nah you don't want none of this and yeshida doesn't look very happy logan gives yukio crap for not telling him the full story of what yeshida's intent was in having this meeting but he ends up having a vivid nightmare that involves gene and yeshida's Dr. Dr. Green, but he wakes up to find no one there. Boom, boom, boom. That night, Yoshida is declared dead after succumbing to his illness. The next day, there's a huge funeral that Logan and Yukio attend, and we see someone watching from the rooftops. They meet Mariko's fiance, Nuboru Mori, and later Logan is told he can go back home by Yoshida's son, who doesn't seem so happy that he's around. There's always a cold ass funeral scene in these things, right? <laughs> Where somebody just mean mean. <laughs> Cause I mean, there's a funeral. Tensions are high, emotions are high. I swear,
1: out of all the comic book franchises, the X-Men have the most funeral scenes.
0: <laughs> he was like, Why did you and, come here? And the he most said, with say, their
1: houses blowing up.
0: <laughs> yes, that's true. He goes, Why did you come here? He goes, To say goodbye. He goes, Okay, so you could be leaving now, right? Damn.
2: I'm like damn. Can't like,
0: like, okay, my man Logan. Uh, at the funeral yakuza gangsters attempt to kidnap mariko but logan and mariko escape together into the urban sprawl of tokyo logan is shot and his wounds do not heal as quickly as they should with the help of harada a skilled archer and former loved interest of mariko they are able to get away Um, they board a bullet train together Although Mariko says he doesn't, she doesn't need his help, which proves to be false when the Yakuza confront them on the train while Logan is tending to his wounds. I love this whole sequence. This whole bullet train. Logan on the top playing like Frogger or whatever, playing, playing Flappy Bird, what, letting these guys, throwing these guys up and getting hit by bridges and all that kind of stuff. Like that. It's really, really hard. I gotta get now more than ever to come up with an inventive action sequence in a comic book movie. Because first, inventive action sequences are already being done constantly in action films. Then you have to kind of try to up the ante and find, you know, something that's not only inventive, but realistic and also entertaining. I feel like like Transformers did a lot of inventive stuff, but if I can't see, if I can't make out what's going on, then it doesn't really lead to anything. But this scene here felt simple enough him just clawing his way on top of that train and dealing with these guys at this super rate of speed. I really, really liked that. I thought it was cool. what do you think of this scene? Oh, it was pretty dope as well. Like
1: yeah, the X-Men movies, each one has those, that one scene, is just notorious and stands out from Quicksilver from apocalypse. And you know, even storm having her moment with the and nightcrawler, like they have those scenes. It's like, man, that was a good-ass action scene. Good yeah. for you, X-Men.
0: Yeah. After fighting off more Yakuza on the train, Logan and Mariko seek refuge in a local love hotel. Um, Logan stands guard but passes out after hallucinating seeing Jean again. He wakes up in a veterinarian student's office. It's funny because I was doing my notes. I was like, he wakes up in a, and I see, like, the animal, so I put veterinarian's office, and then she goes, student. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he wakes up in a veterinarian student's <laughs> office, um, and that guy was just going to work, doing surgery. He got all cut up. My man's a, the hidden hero of this film. He was bleeding out. Oh, Logan cutting him mid surgery.
1: I saw I saw on his arm like that. That was a pretty, pretty big like gash wound. Like he like those are some sharp claws. It's animantium,
0: so that cut deep. Oh, in favor. She she's a CEO now. She mean need to get that man to practice. Start BSing. Give this man his own his own veterinary practice. Veterinarian practice. Uh, so uh, yeah, he thanks her. Um because you know they cleaned up his wounds and stuff like that. And explains he's never needed medical attention before, which is true. But we also did see him on the medical table in X Men as well. <laughs> so <laughs> he ends up on more medical tables than he can remember. Um. <laughs> so yeah, he he believes that this doctor, Doctor Green, may have stolen his mutant ability from him. Because, like I said, he oh dun dun dun, he hasn't been healing. Yeah, he, uh, he got cut and started to bleed. He's been taking uh, bullets. He's been healing slowly. But it seems to almost coming to a halt. Um, he still has skilled. He just can't recoil as fast, right?
2: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and I mean, he's always had pain sensors, so it's not like he can't feel getting shot, even when he's healing from it. So that's gotta suck to constantly. How feel
1: have truly to saved him from like. Staying down was his adamantium skeleton because them bullets, yeah. they hit, but they didn't go through. And yeah. I'm like, that skeleton saved your inside soft gushy parts, Logan. You're lucky.
0: But but then no relief, right? Right. There's, there's, there's Those holes stuck in and them. scabs and stuff don't just heal over. Uh so that's gotta suck. Uh, um, oh oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Harada meets with the, the doctor in a busy street and she confirms Logan's suspicions. She did suppress his power in hopes to capture him in this weakened state, and has enlisted Harada's help to do so at the funeral Uh, because and he failed there. Harada claims to not work for her, but she threatens him with her poisonous touch before giving him another chance to find them before the Yakuza does. When this happened, obviously it's been 10 years, but did you know who this person was? Did you have any inclination that this was Viper? Was Viper in a lot of promotional material? I was in the military around this time, so I don't remember many trailers and stuff for this uh, film.
1: Uh, They didn't say who it was. I just knew just from comics. I'm like, oh, that's Madam Viper. That's Hydra. She's
0: she's Hydra. (laughs) That's tight. Um... Logan and Maru- Mariko hide out on the outskirts of Nagasaki, and Mariko confesses that she's set to be the sole heir of Yoshida's um, empire, not her father. She believes this is why she may be a target for the Yakuza. After chopping a tree down to help the neighborhood, Logan realizes he's at the same site he was with Yoshida when the bomb drops and remembers promising Yoshida that they will see each other again. That night, the two share a kiss and seemingly fall for one another. Logan is gee uh, she, she she was digging him from like the second well he saved her from killing herself, right? She almost jumped off a a building. I think that might help in the romance department. Any man is oh, going my- to get shot in the face <laughs> to save you, I guess. Uh that's enough to boil the pot, if you will. So, yeah, Logan's Logan's cleaning up. Um what else is going on? So that, yeah, that night, after a gene induced nightmare, Logan confesses to killing Jean. When he awakens, Mariko is being captured by the Yakuza. Yukio arrives to warn him of a version of his impending death, but he doesn't seem to be phased by it. Do you buy this meme? You're, this, this now infamous meme. You, you're laying on your back, covered in blood, and you're holding your heart in your hands and how they've transformed posed the ending of Logan. What do you, what do you think about that?
2: I, when I first,
1: I was like no way but the, right. but the way it the, I don't know how to word it but it was beautifully done how it you know I, I, <laughs> thank you for lack of better words connected
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like poetry.
1: It rhymes. George Lucas
0: said it. Yeah, and like I said, I wouldn't be bringing it up. Like if it was any other director, it could you know whatever happenstance yada yada. But it is the same director, James Mangold, in this and in that. Um, So it very much could be. You know, he dies on his back with his heart in his hands. In Logan, it was um, X twenty three. You know, so.
1: Ah, little Laura.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Laura, get her ass back. Um. Yeah, so she's talking about his death and he's like, yeah, don't don't worry. A lot of people try to kill me. Uh, You know, (laughs) it is what it is. Um, So uh, after interrogating one of the kidnappers, Logan and Yukio confront Mariko's fiance, who became my favorite character for a little bit, (laughs) the corrupt minister of justice, Noboru Mori, who's having the time of his life. My man is in his underpants, champagne and women. Living the life has no idea he ain't about to be on that floor for much longer.
1: <laughs> just in his cat, just in his fool, Captain Underpass, tra la just Bro,
0: embarrassing. Hide your shame, uh, <laughs> but no, he he's just there and he got nowhere to go, got no answers. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing he can't pretend he was doing something else, he can't pretend he was anywhere else. He's a scumbag, because again, he's uh, Mariko's fiance. Now, again, Mariko did spend the night with Wolverine, so I mean, yeah. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> after, some, after some quote-unquote creative interrogation tactics, uh, Mori confesses that he conspired with Shingen to have the yakuza kidnap Mariko because Ichiro left control of the company to Mariko and not Shingen. Logan tosses him out of the window to a pool below. And, you know, one of the best lines is, how'd you know there was a pool down there? I didn't.
1: (laughs) Yes, I love it. That's how you do Wolverine comedy. Or just comedy in a Wolverine-like property. Don't make the character funny. Just make what they do funny and make everything around them just,
0: you know, react to it. And, you know, it's funny, you know, the whole thing of, like, um... Tell me what tell me, you know, give me the ans give me some answers, and whatever you tell me better be something I want to hear, is basically what he tells him, right? Um And then at the end he pushes him out the window. he's like, Oh, I told you the answers, and he's like, Yeah, it's not what I wanted to hear. He tells him out the window. I'm like, oh, he's a man of his word. And this is what he said when he started all this. Uh <laughs> Mariko is brought before Shingen at Ichiro's estate when ninjas led by Harada attack and whisk her away. Logan and Yukio arrive later and, using Ichiro's X-ray machine, discover a robotic parasite attached to Logan's heart, suppressing his healing ability. What a cool design for this thing, right? This Little parasitic Doctor Octopus. <laughs> like
1: that, that looked like Hydra. And hold on, can we can we talk about the whole? infiltration scene with the ninjas
0: yeah that was
1: that that, was was, they didn't make a sound sway
0: in another world in another world where marvel was all shaking hands and everybody was on the same side there's no reason for me to not believe that this would have been the hand you know that would have straight up been the hand but because they can't use the hand it becomes the black ninja clan you know Mm -hmm. But yeah, they were, they were skilled as hell. I, when I think of this movie, I think of them. But it's in a different scene. And I think I know. I think you know which one I'm talking about.
2: Oh
0: yeah. Um. So Logan cu- uh, cuts himself open and extracts a device in a pretty metal fashion. Um, Badass. During the operation, Shingen attacks, but Yukio holds him off long enough for Logan to recover and defend her. her. Uh, Shingen is full of hatred towards mutants stating that his father's obsession with them is what ruins his family's reputation It's not an X-Men movie without some bigotry up front, we hate mutants, kind, muties, etc. and so forth uh, His words, not mine um, Yep, so yeah, he brings that up But again, this is one of those moments again where I'm saying You have no idea, like now he's up, he's he's healed, Wolverine's healed, my boy Logan's fine you got no idea what you're about to get into. Like he's there with the sword, and he's talking all this stuff about mutants, and I'm like, so in a vicious battle of sword versus claw, uh, Logan handily defeats Shingen, but chooses not to kill him. I was surprised by that. It was right there, because he's got him. Um, as he walks away, Shingen attacks from behind and impales him, asking, "What are you?" And Wolver- well, Logan answers. The Wolverine, before plunging his claws right into Shingen's neck. (laughs) Yep. Boom. Before they leave, Yukio finds diagrams for a samurai suit. Ba ba ba, foreshadowing. Uh, Viper viper poisons uh, Mariko. She likes to poison people with a scratch. She's licking people's faces. It's a whole thing. She's getting crazy. you don't know, um, this was pre-COVID, so I guess back in those days you could just like (laughs) scratch people in the face and lick them and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Yukio and Logan then follow Harada and Viper to the research center where Logan is attacked and captured by Harada and the ninja clan. Logan does battle with the black clan, taking on several skilled opponents at once, including Harada, who uh, dips several arrows in poison and instructs his men to fire their arrows at the Wolverine, but he perseveres. Eventually with over two dozen arrows in his back, Logan succumbs to the poison, is stopped and eventually captured. So when I think of this movie, I think of that. I think of him walking with all those arrows in his back and them trying to pull him back. What a shot. What a, what a, what a show of resiliency by the character. Um, I could, not could have been done in a worse film, you know, but like, yeah, he's he's like got two. All right, he's got three. He's still walking. He's got four, five, six. And you're like, okay, come on, Logan, get there. You're eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> like, oh, what's going on here?
1: And that and that trope is done in so many things, where a person will get hit with one thing and then another, and they're like, oh, I'm still standing, and then yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yep. and now they're down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and it took literally. It looked like a poison arrow to the spine. To not even kill him, but eventually, you know, knock him out. But, um, wow, like, re- really, really cool scene there. Uh, Logan wakes up in a machine created by Viper, where she explains she is a master of toxins, but also immune to them. She explains the plans of extracting his immortality and reveals her associate, the Silver Samurai, who has an adamantium suit. He also has a sword that can be charged up to increase the cutting power and is able to cut through Wolverine's claws. Mariko talks to Harada, who thinks siding with Viper is the only way to protect her. Is he just a sucker for love? What's going on with Harada here? Man, yeah. uh, I assume,
1: like, okay, they clearly have something going on, and then, like, oh, you know, oh, they were childhood friends. They grew up together. Ah, okay. So but He's, like, swearing the, allegiance
0: um... to her family, and she's kind of, like... Like, he's like, I like, like you. And he's like, she's like, I kind of just like you, <laughs> you know? And, I'm, I'm like, what? What and I like? like, like, I like, like Logan, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Like uh, I like you, but I like, like Logan. Yeah. Cause think about it after all the like, after all that said and done in this film, he really didn't accomplish anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't get anything for his for all his for all his work, uh, because he got got. But um, she kisses him, she distracts him because he's a fuck boy, and then she stabs him in the leg, <laughs> and she escapes. Um, <gasps> she manages to direct the machine Logan is in into the Silver Samurai's sword strike, breaking it and freeing him. Harada sees the error of his ways and goes to help out Wolverine and Yukio, but is eventually killed by the Silver Samurai. What did you think about Yukio and Viper doing go throwing hands and then uh, old girl taking off her wig?
1: I thought, well, you know what? I, it was a pretty dope fight between uh, two mutants. Uh, well, between two, two beta class mutants. Alpha? No, they ain't alpha class. Beta class mutants. It was a pretty good fight. I liked how between the fight, like how Yukio got the upper hand and dispatched her. But it was like, oh. Ah, uh, she's not down. She's she, she can heal. Are you serious? She gonna shed her skin <laughs> and come back? That's pretty OP. That's kind of broken, yeah. actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I like how gross it looked.
1: Right? Oh, when she was pulling her skin off herself and just ripping it off, I was like, oh, oh god, her. She is really dry. If she does that. Oh
0: god. <laughs> Logan sees it later, like on the <laughs> on the on the. Ryan's like just, just like, place. huh? What the hell? Uh, so, yeah, poor, um, Harada, cause he, he helps him, he's eventually killed, uh, Yukio Rise and kills Viper by hanging her, that was pretty, like, metal and, like, not PG at all, <laughs> I was like, damn, straight up hunger ass, um, yep, 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 uh, while Logan fights over Samurai, Samurai cuts his adamantium claws off and extracts his immortality, and uh it reve- he's revealed to be yashida so totally down with that did you not think that the weird drill thing was a bit weird like the drill <laughs> drill taking your essence thing because i don't i don't understand he doesn't get his immortality from his bone claws or his <laughs> or his claws see the interesting thing about
1: wolverine's healing factor is that it's that it it's it comes from his brain stem but it's, like, throughout his bone marrow,
0: so... Okay, like so he his, was pulling his bone marrow. That, that that I buy.
1: Yeah, so it's like, okay, so he's just basically tapping into the last extension of where the healing factor goes, and just going to the root, through the nerve, straight into it, and, I don't know, comic book movie magic, extracting his that.
0: healing factor. <laughs> no, I, to- I totally buy that, but when I was watching this, I'm like, what is he... I was like, what is what's going on here? It's like he was giving him a pedicure. I, like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand what's happening here. Um, so, when it's revealed to be a sheet, were you surprised in the theater? You're like, oh, this son of a gun.
1: I When I first saw it, yeah, I was. Cause I'm like, oh, I thought he died. How did he? He came. What? Because at first I
0: thought it was just a robot. You know? Yeah. Cause they hey, found that the death robot, pretty right? quick, right? We meet him and then yeah. like, they're like, and then he died. <laughs> and you're like, what? like well, <laughs> damn,
1: like, oh we sh- well damn, Wolverine. See, he li- you had one chance to save him, now he's dead. <laughs>
0: he now you got <laughs> that. It was like eight hours. <laughs> eight <laughs> hours later, killed the man. Ridiculous. Um, so boop, bo- bo-. Yashida reveals he planned this entire thing with Viper, knowing Logan wouldn't just offer his powers up. You know, he made this uh, suit that would be strong enough to fight Logan and then thus, and in a weakened state once Viper poisoned him and then he would be able to just take what he wants. Um, Just as Logan's life is set to leave his body, Mariko stabs him, uh, him being Silver Samurai, and then Wolverine's bone claws start to grow back. I didn't really understand any of that, to be honest. Really? Mm. Well, I guess he was fully healed from the Viper thing, right? So they were just kind of waiting <laughs> for it to bounce back.
1: Yeah, basically. Because, like, like, heated animantium. That, that did a number on him when he chopped off his claws. It, take a second.
0: Man, the way he beheaded Silver Samurai, I thought he was dead. I didn't think there was a little man in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on there? But When he when he had that heated animantium and sliced right through him, I was like...
1: Crazy. Oh, it's over, right? It's yeah. done, right? And then, oh, all, all behold! It's Yashida
0: in Yeshida. a whole mech suit, <laughs> in a whole damn mech suit. Yashida takes a—he's—he uh, um, gets some more stabs from Wolverine, and then Logan, because he knows he has bone claws and that's adamantium, he rips off parts of the <laughs> adamantium chest piece. It's like, hold on, let me let me get this out of the way, me... and then rah, stabs right through the chest. It says he falls to his death. But no, he was carried by Wolverine over to the edge of the cliff.
2: And he threw him off. <laughs> and he
0: tossed his ass off. Uh, after passing out, Logan has one more hallucination of Jean and moves on from her death. So this is like the guilt trip part that I was talking about where she's like, he's like, are you coming? He's like, no, I'm not going yet. He's like, you left me here all alone. So that tells me she's in hell, right? Because nobody else is there. Right, I'm like, wait, ain't Cyclops dead? I'm like, like sure there's, there's a lot of. of uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of people dead over over this course of the series, so I think Jean's in hell. So, <laughs> if, yeah! anyone, if anyone, <laughs> if anyone's wondering, maybe she, this is how she comes back in uh Deadpool three to fight Scarlet Witch. Uh, she comes back to <laughs> <from> hell. <laughs> the, 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 you've heard it. You heard it here, folks. Uh, <laughs> what do you what do you think about this beat? Third act. I only have one major criticism, and it's I think it could have used a better location. I guess it's probably just dark because they wanted the Silver Samurai's TGI to look good, which I thought looked fine. But if it was done maybe in, you know, like, uh, snow or something. Like, something more Japanese, something more Kung Fu samurai stylistic, I feel like could have been chef's kiss, and we, instead we we're, like, in this industrial thing, which is kind of like how Origins ends, right? And, like this weird industrial... Laboratory factory thing, um, but besides that, what do you think of that third act? Uh, I thought it was pretty good, like overall,
1: as the movie itself, I gave it an eight and a half, but that third act was pretty solid. I, w- I like I said, the, the Silver Samurai is completely different from the comic book version of him, <laughs> it, it, the yeah. difference is staggering. Yeah. So, like, I wish there was more of a actual, like, the actual Silver Samurai, like, an actual, the mutant version of him, or, like, someone in their family was a mutant, and then they shunned him, and then he came back to try to claim the family name, you know, so, something along those lines, that would have been dope to add, like a, like, a surprise twist, you know, but overall, I liked it, I enjoyed it, just wish it was in more of a, like you said, a more of a Japanese-style uh, aesthetic.
0: Like you need some Quentin Tarantino cuts, you know, and and it. Where, where it goes to the That's aspect a... ratio and
1: <laughs> and like the quick draws and, and, and yeah, and oh boy, oh, like, oh, oh, that... right.
0: Shingen did the 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 uh torso cut. He did the run up. Oh yeah, and, he did the... you
2: know?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He so like you know, like some of that stuff. Um, I mean, there is a Wolverine anime. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't. It is pretty damn good. Okay. It is yeah, pretty good. His fighting style he, he lends himself to all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I really dig it. I Like I said, um, as far as third acts go, I like that it was simple. I like that it wasn't the end of the world. You know, there's no big sky beam in the middle of this. Um, <laughs> they're just able to kind of wrap this story up. And it's, it is a very personal story for Wolverine. And one of the kind of... Hallmark slash tropes of the characters that his past always comes back to haunt them because he's lived such a long one. So the idea that something would come back from 1940, you know, <laughs> you know, it's pretty yeah. interesting as far as the character is concerned. Moriko becomes CEO of Yoshida Industries and bids farewell to Logan as he prepares to leave Japan. They like make out in front of everybody and everyone's like, I thought you had a fiance. Like, thought, are you guys not married? Anymore? Yeah, yeah, clearly, that's broken off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he die in the pool? <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> oh, no, he lived.
1: He lived. Lucky bastard.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so they're like making out at the thing. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Um, And she asks him to stay, but he says that he's a soldier. And he's been hiding for too damn long. Yukio vows to stay by Logan's side. He's- she's not leaving his side, bro, for nothing. Nothing ever. We will never see Yukio ever leave Logan's side. <laughs> ever unless you remember the fact that you will never see this character again <laughs> it's a shame she could have been good in some of these other films
1: yeah it's, it's just you know I, man
0: she would have She would have been great in Deadpool hopefully we get to see her in Deadpool 3 maybe maybe I got like semi excited for a little bit when with that ending of she's like well I'm your bodyguard like, where are we off to next? I was like, oh, yeah, where are we? Oh, yeah, no, wait. Back in time, then forward in time. Then. <laughs> yeah, it's about to, yeah. it's not. It, we'll never see you again. Um, that ends, and then we get a mid-credit scene. Logan returns to the United States two years later and is approached at the airport by Charles Xavier and Eric Lentzer, a.k.a. Magneto, who warn him of a weapon mu- humans are creating that would bring the end to the mutant race. And that's Sentinels, right? Yep. And,
1: yep, my whole connection with that, that the whole movie is they don't explain in no way, shape, or form how that happened unless you watch the end credit scene to Last Man, uh, X-Men Last Stand.
0: But also... They still
1: don't explain how he got there.
0: No, well... Yeah... So that's, I agree, in days of future past, you were told slash shown that there's a timeline that exists in which Mystique kills the president, which then allows Bolivar Trask the permission to create sentinels in their very early stages that will eventually grow on to be so evolved that they just massacre mutants in the future. But, in our timeline, the timeline that the first X Men films happened in, this timeline that the Wolverine happened in, there are no Sentinels. There's never been Sentinels, so why are there all of a sudden Super Sentinels, like off the rip Super Sentinels? Not even like like uh, evolution of Sentinels, because off the rip they shape shift and because they take M- Mystique's DNA and they shape shift and all this other kind of stuff. It was probably there I mean, somewhere. It's just a lot of timey wimey I mean, stuff with this X-Men stuff one, that's like
1: There was one commercial in the Wolverine
0: where they, they it was the Trask
1: Industries commercial. That was one commercial they sold like when he was in the airport.
0: Is there but not think, a Sentinel head in the last stand? Does yeah, do they there not is, do the knuckleball like, special in the Danger Room?
1: Yeah, they did. The whole Sentinel Head like fell off. Like fell in front of them, so
0: Sentinels are a thing. Huh. Or hmm. are they not? Still <laughs> yet, they we've still yet to see it, I'm yeah, I'm about to flip out. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm about but to we've still out. yet to Try see life through twenty years. Sentinels. And we've never seen the X Men fight the Sentinels. It's been twenty years, and I've not seen the X Men just fight a group of Sentinels, just like the putties. Like I don't need them to have emotions or feelings or backstories. I just want to see big ass robots getting ripped (laughs) apart by people with like vision, like powerful vision and and storms and shit. Right, we still ain't do that. Right, hey, Hopefully,
1: we get that in Deadpool three with the TVA, the Fantastic Four, all the old Fox properties, friggin' Gene versus Scarlet Witch. Who's to say that we, we are going to get that? Like, you I know, mean, actual. Just, like, just, it, it,
0: the reason why I get why I got so hot is because there's so many companies that get criticized for making up big CGI villains. For the sake of not having to do any character development and they already have them like you don't have. no one's ever going to be like oh why'd you take a uh uh you know a shortcut it's like no they fight the freaking things bring in the brood i want the brood next man let me get them big ass roaches i want some scary stuff let's get let's get let's get crazy with these x-men films bro man that i think that was there in uh dark
1: phoenix that race of beings that were trying to take the phoenix from gene that was the feel like that was their shallow attempt at the brood
0: i think that was their shallow attempt at the scroll so they forgot that they lent to <laughs> to captain Marvel. <Martin. laughs> and then um, you basically had two movies of shape-shifting uh aliens and a very powerful woman who didn't realize how powerful she was until she let loose uh so also just
1: stuffed away when you know movies just came out about yes. half of life in the universe getting dusted away
0: did you hear that they um they had to reshoot their third act because it was too close to captain marvel yeah it probably probably would have been her flying up into the spaceship or whatever and then becoming the big phoenix um i I always laugh bro if you ever want to laugh go back and check out the major issues podcast episode on dark phoenix it's one of the few films that broke me because i was really uh, rooting heavy for this franchise to come like to do a I back up. I was already against the fact that we were already doing Dark Phoenix again. Like, it just felt like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We just established who Jean Grey was. Like, we just did the ph- We just touched on the Phoenix in, in Apocalypse. Let's, I know y'all got crazy. And then I saw her, bro. And I was so, like, I, I think the ending's hilarious. That it's Charles Xavier chilling with uh, Ma- um, Magneto having coffee or chess or whatever. Jean Grey's like dead spirit is, <laughs> is hanging out above them. <laughs> like, what? What? Anyway, um, I think this X Men movie or Wolverine movie, I should say, should get more credit. Uh, in general, it's definitely a good run to take from Wolverine. Has some has had some good and hit and miss runs. The entire origin was pretty fresh. The, like the origin origin source material which i believe is called origin isn't it or something like that
2: yeah
0: um that was pretty new when they made origins you know it's interesting to see such a popular character doesn't have a myriad of stories that they can pull from so it'll be very interesting interest i'll be very interested in seeing how they integrate wolverine into this but part of me wants them to wait again same thing like similar thing like Wait up a bit, man. I still need a good Cyclops. I'm I'm definitely gonna need a good Magneto. Definitely gonna need a good, you know, um Charles Xavier Professor X. Uh but yeah, man, I hope I hope that the mutants get a a, a fair shot this time, It's <laughs> what I'm gonna say. You know. Uh you know
1: what? I feel like they're gonna get the treatment like how the Avengers did. In the beginning, like, you know, they're going to introduce characters. Like, every character is going to get a standalone with other characters introduced into the movie. You know, like, Charles and Xavier gets his own movie with Magneto in it. Wolverine gets his own with, like, a bunch of other Weapon X characters and uh, weapon, or X-Force characters in it. Cyclops, Storm, Gene Grey get their own movies with other characters introduced into it. And then they all come together as the X-Men with the rest of the roster get introduced into the movie. Boom, bada, bing. The it biggest
0: is there. The, the biggest issue is with guys like Logan, who would have purportedly been around for a hundred years. That's where they get stuck. It's guys like Magneto, who would have been in the Holocaust, so he would have been on whatever Earth we're talking about since nineteen the nineteen forties. So it's like it's a Fantastic Four issue, right? Like a whole family. No one's ever heard of these oh, movies before. Wait. Oh wait, hold on. I
1: just remember something crucial. Since the well, the mutant saga is going to take place after the multiverse saga. Kevin Feige has gone on record to state that everything after Secret Wars is basically going to be like the basically going to be like Battle World. Those of you who don't read comics after Secret Wars and Doctor Doom basically saved the multiverse, he compiled like 158 different realities into a, just a giant planetoid you know, area, all sectioned off by the, each individual just squished, universe. Just
0: squished it all together.
1: <laughs> yeah, so a lot of these stories after Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars will be Battle Wars stories, so we will that's how we kind of explain why or why have they not been in MCU? Well, it's only been the Sacred Timeline. Now we have a multiverse. Now they can have a story or a universe that explains, well, we have a universe where the X-Men were there or and explain why they weren't there or uh, X-Men that was there during the Blip and within the civil war and you know, all that other stuff. Yeah. You get our cake and eat it too.
0: I'm <laughs> right. Cause I, I don't think, I mean, I, uh, sorry, it could quite possibly be true that Hugh Jackman's last turn at Wolverine would be in this, but it would be a shame if he never stood toe to toe, shoulder to shoulder with cap. Iron Man. again, I don't know how cap's coming back, but you get what I'm saying? Like some of those characters, oh, yeah. um, you know, even seeing we've never seen him suited before. We now see him suited with another suited character. It's the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> so, like people, you know, people are gonna want to see more of that. Um and I can't wait. That's coming out two years from now, right? Or is that next year? Oh uh, yeah.
1: Oh man, with this Rider Strike, they they're definitely gonna have to re release a whole new uh roster of just release dates for these movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. And pay and pay the people well because look, look at Facts. this classically trained Broadway actor—you know, Shakespearean almost—comes uh, down to bub it up with some adamantine cause <laughs> and ends up giving us a hero uh performance that people are still talking about to this day. That people still say uh, is is never one that's going to be topped. Um, and I think films like this uh, show it. They, he was doing this thing where a phone bugging. he was doing this thing where um he wouldn't eat like or he wouldn't drink any water for like a like couple hours before he shot his scenes
1: oh yeah his, his workout
0: this is the biggest he's ever been for a wolverine performance this is the most jacked he's ever been for a wolverine performance Um, It shows. He's constantly shirtless, and his vascularity or the veins uh, show pretty well. Uh, His muscle tone and definition and stuff. Um, So, yeah, I'm definitely – he definitely always put the passion that he wanted for this, and you know that Logan was also a passion project of his. Um, So you got to believe that either the check is big or Ryan's got something up his sleeve for Deadpool 3, and that's the reason why he signed on could be either one either either way uh our boy Hugh will be a-okay and so will the character of Wolverine regardless of who is next to step in those adamantium uh claws but we'll be talking about more about the future in general um as we continue these adventures as we continue to find the follow these writers these actors these artists um, and our favorite comic book characters each and every week as part of the Major Issues Podcast. We do the Major Issues Podcast each and every week. It comes out every Wednesday, not on Vibranium. We try our best here. And every single episode is available on the Major Issues, sorry, uh, on comicbookclick.com, which is the one stop for everything Comic Book Click. Our merchandise, articles written by us. And again, every episode of the Major Issues Podcast, we are chug lugging our way to episode 300. Super excited about that been having a lot of fun going back and listening to old episodes and hearing the, the joy drain from my voice as I talk about the DC universe slowly descending <laughs> into madness. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's always great to get this stuff recorded to talk about this the stuff I love and I come up with these topics so that you guys can join in on the conversation so make sure that you're following us all over social media facebook.com slash comic click instagram at comic book click that you're using the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest hottest latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media we're at major issue cbc on twitter and also at major issue cbc on twitch and tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast they can find it wherever podcasts are found Podbean, stitcher podcast addict the apple podcast app google had a podcast app i don't think it does anymore but just google major issues podcast or comic book click and we will be the first result we've been here for a while people and there's still room on the bandwagon so jump on before it gets full um you can help us out by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash Clubhouse. That's over at comicbookclick.com. You can just hit that support CBC link. Also, if you buy anything from our Public store, uh, we get a kickback from that. It helps us afford the hardware and the software that we use to provide free content for you guys each and every week. Um, if you can't support us monetarily, like I said, share the podcast, share the wealth, uh, Good, become our friend on Facebook, share our memes and our uh, news reports. Consider volunteering for comic book click. We're always looking for people who want to write articles, who want to be on the podcast and be a part of this amazing team. Um, But yeah, that's going to be all... This week, like I said, make sure you get on the bandwagon before the bandwagon becomes full. Because I've been to the future where we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media. And uh, I can't tell you how we do it. Because if I did, it ends up messing up the timeline. And then it <laughs> ends up becoming uh, Professor Dwayne Johnson uh, in the chair uh, to, me, my, <laughs> to me, my failed franchise, I'll just say. <laughs> um, but... That's gonna be all this week. My name is George Serrano, AKA the Don.
1: And I'm here for the Marvel God.
0: <laughs> and this has been our full recap and review of the Wolverine. And remember, whether you got a poisonous touch, you can tell the future or have a healing factor. Remember, it's to me, my X-Man. It's to me, my members of the click. Remember you are the click and always remember that you, yes, you, are worthy.